And it feels good. Jeremy Clevin. Byron Filson. I don't know why he cuts in front of Mark. Mark <laughs> the Magic fans here. Byron's been bumped Byron, up. Byron. Yep. It's been bumped up. It is a new year. Yep, finally. We're here. We are here. We've it's been it. uh, a little hiatus here on the dose. We've been flashbacking on flashbacks. Flash on a flash. Always good great, flashers. Always great flashers. Good content for sure. Yeah. Folks that, you know, there's plenty of folks that have just joined the, the dose Never rotation that haven't heard, heard it. Seen, yeah. And uh, some folks doing just incredible things, um, you know, that are still, of course, relevant to today. No question about it. But no question. we are back. It feels good to be in the dose studios. And we just go right into having a special guest. That has been here a few times. It's like the fourth time, right? Sounds about right. It always lets us know what's really going on. You know, <laughs> we hear things in the news, we see things, we talk to people on the street. Uh, but welcome, Tina Tambor. In hey, the house. thanks. Hey. 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 Tina's back. Hey. Tina. <laughs> yeah. Can I get my own song? You guys sound great yeah, together. It's called Tina. <laughs> oh my God. Practice that a couple it. times. Yeah, we're all I, part of the Glee Club. <laughs> It'd be actually terrible if we did practice that, but to lay that down right now, that's not bad. Pretty bad, right? Pretty good, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Harmonized yeah. very well. Yeah. Harmony, harmony, harmony. <laughs> uh, wait till you see what we have in store tomorrow for Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> special mm. love. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, here and now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh Tina, gosh. we're sorry. You we know what's going on. Get some Barry White going on. T- don't mm-hmm. act surprised, oh. Tina. You know, <laughs> you, know <laughs> you know how it goes in the Dose Studios. But thank you for coming back. <laughs> we, we appreciate you and thanks taking the time. And uh, again, Tina Tina Tambor with the Cromford Report, which mm-hmm. is uh, so for the folks outside of Arizona, we do apologize for the next few days. But we're going to talk a little bit of national what's going on if we can and some different data or things that are, that affect. Maybe we'll get into the Airbnb thing, Airbnb, which. Uh, talks, you know, relates to around the country, but a lot of what we're talking about is specific to, you know, the Phoenix Easy. Metro, you know, marketplace. But again, we're leading the charge with a lot of things that we do out here. So these things will relate to everybody. But uh, again, with the Cromford report, mm-hmm. it compiles data, stats, updates, everything to go, that goes on. Where you tell us what, what is that all about? Well, you know, the one unique thing about the Cromford report that we have here that and we are not in any other area. We are strictly in the greater Phoenix area, Maricopa and Pinal County, because of the Arizona Regional MLS. So we have a very unique trusting relationship mm. with the MLS where they allow us to download their entire database mm. every day. And that is really an exceptional, um, exceptional thing for a data company, as you can imagine. Yep. Um, and what that allows us to do is dig really deep into all of the undercurrents and um, differences between this market and past markets. Where is the market going? And what it, the key piece that it gives us as analysts is a supply count. So if you're ever going to do price projections, and anybody who's been to Economics 101, right, you have to know your supply and your demand. In most areas, unless you have the MLS, all you know is demand. So to project where prices are going without supply, you're kind of just projecting blind mm-hmm. because price does not predict price. You know, prices going up don't mean prices are going to go up. Right. And that's why people get anxious when prices continue to go up 
but they don't have that extra little piece to tell them, is this going to continue or is it not? Is it dropping? What's going to happen? And um, not only that, but people have different definitions what they perceive a downturn to be. Sometimes people think it's price. Most of us think they think price. Yeah, I think so. Consumers, average person. Mm -hmm. But many parts of the industry look at transaction volume. If you start to see transaction volume drop, then they think that's a crash. But that doesn't, transaction volumes coming down does not mean that prices are going to come down. It could be a lead indicator and same thing. It doesn't always mean that it's going to, right? It It depends. It depends on whether or not. If it's if it was already above normal for demand and it starts to come down to normal, but you have to have something for them to buy. You can have above normal demand, but you That's have to have problem. something for them to buy. And if you there's nothing for them to buy, if people and aren't actually really moving, no you're not going to have your transaction. Why money. aren't people moving? Why, Why is, would are they? they scared to sell? They just love their homes. They must. Well, you I mentioned think offline that the only reason to sell is if you hate your home. It's not that the people aren't moving. It's that. Um, we have not been building. So when you think about all of the builders who went out of business mm-hmm. 10 years ago and did not come back, right they did not come back. Right. And they were, in, if anything, they were bought by the other bigger builders. And over the last decade, we have grown, since 2005, we've grown a mil- by a million people and we have not been building since 2008. Yeah. And so we had to get through all of the um, overbuilding that they did in between 2006 and 2008. But since then, they haven't really built a whole lot to accommodate the people who have actually moved Yeah, you moved see here. them now and they're trying to catch up. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of, there are a lot of new home uh, subdivisions coming up, but they're, it's, it's all catch up. Yeah, and so not all of behind. what they're building is for sale. So when you look at all the multifamily going mm-hmm. up, there's a lot of that going. Everyone's on. like, oh, yay, we're going to have all these new doors, you know, 11,000 permits for multifamily last year. Um, we dropped 29% in the number of condos and townhouses that were bought, which means that most of the building that's been going on for five years have been apartments and build to rent. So that does, certainly does not help our supply in the MLS in terms of resale and all of that because they are locked down as rentals. Right. And that's where I want to start today. You know, recently coming off the uh, the State of the Union for our, our country, whatever, you know, not getting into this you know, political side. Don't but put let's me in get, a full body sweat. No, no we're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> we, you are going to play the president of the Phoenix Metro Marketplace today. And you're going to give yes, us a state of the are. union. Oh, the state right. of the union of where we stand right now. President Maybe bring us Temple. up over the last, I don't know, quarter. Because again, the data and mm-hmm. uh, again, these lead ind- indicators. Previous, right? yep. Yeah. Yeah. Bring us up to speed and where we are right now. Again, in the in the Phoenix Metro Marketplace. Okay, so a few things have happened uh, that have been very significant since the month of August, yeah. right? Um, so recently, since August, we've seen our appreciation rates really shoot up very sharply. Um, some of that is appreciation of homes, but a lot of it is a change in what's selling. And what is selling right now since August is luxury. So our sales volume over a million dollars hit a record it was almost 8% higher than 2018, which was already a record that had already surpassed 2005 and six for sales over a million. And so now we're coming into the new year and we are now at about 57% higher for contracts in escrow over a million that haven't even closed yet. We are um, up 40, I think it was 48, 49% for the month of January in sales over a million. That is in your number. When you start talking about averages, when you see a lot more sales over a million and fewer sales on the lower end, 
it shoves your averages mm-hmm. up much higher mm-hmm. than you would expect. And so what's the median up to now? Almost uh, the last, right? Yeah. It's over 300 through the MLS. Oh, it's over 300. Uh, it's but over what are 300. They, I thought I saw so, somewhere somewhere like 292. Did I see that? 292. For? If you were to put in new homes, so 292 through the so. MLS, yeah. that's resale. But if you were to put in all of your home sales, which would include new home sales, it goes over 300. Wow. Um, but wow. And why is this? So why, why this increase, you know, which we like to think that it's cyclical, obviously the, the, the real estate industry for the most part is cyclical, but so we've seen this high peak in luxury sales over the summer in August, you said, and then it's continued throughout the rest of the year. Why do you think so? Um, why are millionaires moving here? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, uh, why? Maybe why that's a reason. Are so there millionaires high? moving here? Why are, again, is it contributed to the people from California that are these higher price, they're selling their homes in um, California, they're coming here, they're coming pe- from more expensive from areas. And, right. And or so United Van Lines put out a migration study in January and um, the top five states did not include California. Um, now I will find uh, out from top five. top five states of people outbound migration. So oh, the ones outbound. where they had more people moving out than moving in. Okay. So you've got your typical that you would expect New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, um, and Kansas for some reason. Well, that, I don't know idea a, what's wrong with is Kansas. That net, is that a net number though? Net. Okay. So net I mean, people are always going to be moving to California because we all want to go to the beach. So they're always going to be, or the young kids going to Hollywood or this or that, or, but how many people are bailing? But yeah, I think a lot of people that. are so, moving out. So that's the key. Who's bailing? Yeah. And it's not necessarily, uh, California has always been our number one inbound migration state. So that has not really changed over the past 20 years. But what we have started to see is who is moving here. Over 60% of the people who moved here, according to United Van Lines, were over the age of 55 so we're seeing it's retirement. And the majority, 30, 36% of them came to retire. We did have 33% came for a job, which is good because last year the job people were 28% and retirement was 38. So we were starting to see more younger people come. But for the most part, what we're seeing are people, what they call wealth flight mm-hmm. from areas like New York, New Jersey, Chicago, um, and California, where you, they built their well, their nest egg, mm-hmm. and now they want to retain it, and they're moving to retirement-friendly states that will help them tax-wise. And sunshine and weather and golf. Well, and, the, yeah. the weather is a big deal, but also the tax base. What? You know, yeah, you know what are their so income taxes? In the and, and Chicago yep. being well, one you know, too, for but. one thing, you know, if you're here in Phoenix, they, we do have some laws that if you're retired and you're over a certain age, I think it's I forget it might be over sixty-five. You can lock your property value in, so your taxes don't rise. Wow, I had, yeah. that's, I did not know that. You have to renew it regularly, but if you're on top of it, you can lock in your, your property value to to kind of keep your taxes from going too crazy when you're on a fixed income. Now, um, obviously, you can go online and find the rules for that. I'm not mm-hmm. an expert on it, but I know it exists. But there are certain things like that for retirees, and we have quite a few retirement communities here too. And when we look mm-hmm. at how much they're making, over 50% of the people moving here are making over a, mil- a million, sorry, a hundred thousand a year. Okay. So retirement over the age of 55, over a hundred thousand dollars a year. So I mean, when yeah. you put all of that together and they're all looking for housing, they're not selling a house here. So they're not really mm-hmm. adding to our supply. They're only adding to our demand. Okay. And, um, and so now these <clears> build to rent <throat> complexes are starting to go up to accommodate for these guys. Because um, 
you know, they may or may not want to buy. They might want to just rent. It's so hard to try to determine these factors that lead to this type of data sometimes, mm-hmm. because I feel like, you know, those could all, those are all very obviously sound uh, uh, an- answers, of course, that are most, of course, you know, or that are happening. But, you know, you just think of that as I guess the economy has been strong for the last handful of years, if that leads to like business owners and people feeling more confidence potentially in, in upgrading. I mean, people mm-hmm. that are here, you know, locally, I'm sure, of course, because I believe Arizona is, is what, number three in terms of overall migration, right? Inbound. Yeah. So we're number three in the country. So people are moving here from all over the country. This is a desirable yeah. place to be. And we talk about this real estate being hyper-local. People, yes, they're coming from all over. But then again, you know, maybe the, the uh, again, that aspect of the economy and if people are having more confidence to get off the fence, maybe that business owner that's you know, hasn't done well, you know, for you. Hey, look at Mark and I, we, we got our asses kicked for years and years and years. And now you maybe have a little bit more confidence to go out there and I'm moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see your text yeah. messages start lighting up right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, you just got more popular. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, who are you going to give that referral to? Yeah. <laughs> You're not doing it yourself. No, 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 no. Uh, um, but yeah, all these factors that lead to this. But I think I'm, I'm it's just a perfect storm. storm. Yeah, it, right, it's a perfect right. storm. It's a little yeah. bit of a perfect storm because when you look at what, what drives luxury specifically over a million, um, you're looking at corporate profits need to be mm-hmm. high. Mm-hmm. Your stock market needs to be performing well. Mm-hmm. And things like uh, exchange rates, which would also entail your trade type things. If you're in a multinational company that does a lot of trade across borders, then all of the trade kind of, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Insecurity, Insecurity, if you will, not just not knowing how it's going to land. That can cause people to pause. And then once they get some kind of security or knowledge, like, okay, that's done. Now I can make decisions. Then they can move forward on whatever plans they had. But uh, at the same time, again, um, when we talk about California, they passed around August, I believe, maybe September, they passed a law called AB5, not to be confused with EB5, which is an immigration law, AB5, mm-hmm. which is an employment law. And AB5 said that if I'm a independent contractor, independent contractor, yeah. So basically if you're an independent contractor and you have one main client, which actually would be me, right? I'm an independent contractor. Mm-hmm. I'm an analyst. I work for the Cromford Report. They are my main client. I might have a few other little guys on the side, but pretty much the Cromford Report is mm-hmm. who I work for. Under California law, the Cromford Report would now have to pay me a, a salary, salary or some kind of, yeah, W-2. I'd need to have vacation time. I'd have to have benefits. Be an and actual all that. employee. Be an employee at W-2. So That changes things. That does. And so I have heard some rumors of agents saying that they have uh, sold homes to millennial buyers over a million from California who are now commuting back and forth from L.A., they are now housed here and it's much easier to fly to LA once a month for an office meeting than it right. is to actually live there, live there. Right. Wow. And so that could be part of it too. So but there's again, there's like, yeah. and so jumbo many, financing is amazing right yeah, now. So they've opened up the doors true. to that. So you we have a lot to products and yeah. stuff. have to look into These see how many of them storm. are financing. Yep. So yeah, there's a little bit of a, of a perfect yeah. storm, but yeah. what the, the result is for us is a very high price per square foot average going up. Mm-hmm. And it's going to cause some people, um, some butterflies. You're to pushing s- people out. Yeah. Well, the, no, it's not pushing people out because well, we have plenty of that, supply. Actually, here's that. the irony is the, the uh, homes over a million are not even appreciating that much. 
they're flat because that's more of a balanced market. We have lots of supply over a million for anybody mm-hmm. who wants to buy it. There is. So you're not seeing a lot of huge price appreciation there. We're just selling more of them, which is shooting our the rest of our averages up. Mm-hmm. Right? Which could be good and bad. But yeah, let's stop for today. Yeah, I was going to do that over. too, Mark. Yep. Talk butterflies. Talk butterflies, butterflies for tomorrow. Talk, we'll let, that could be the hook. And if people have those and how do we get our buyers them. off the fence? Mm-hmm. And you know what's coming. We're talking to all kinds of Little good stuff coming up. Turning to butterflies. Tina Tambor yeah. for the next few days. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Thank you to our sponsors, VIP Mortgage and Alliance Property Inspections. We're out. We'll see you for Valentine's Day. Bye, 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 bye. bye. <laughs>